Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning and welcome to Score Values on 670 The Score. I'm Alex Kuhn. Today we will tell you about an organization by the name of Immerman Angels that provides comfort and understanding for all cancer fighters, survivors, previvors, and caregivers through a personalized and one-on-one connection with someone who has been there. Also, a young broadcaster was suspended three weeks by a Major League Baseball team for reporting facts, and much of the nation has come to his support. We're now joined by Stephanie Lieber, who is the executive director of Immerman Angels. Stephanie, welcome to the show. How are you this morning? I am great. Thanks so much for having me. We are delighted to have you. Tell us a little bit about the organization that you are the executive director of, Immerman Angels. Thank you. Uh, Immerman Angels is a peer-to-peer cancer support network. We match people who are currently fighting cancer and their caregivers with someone who has been there, been through it, someone who has similar life experience and a similar diagnosis and treatment plan. We have been doing this for 17 years this summer, and in that time, we have made 35,000 matches between cancer fighters, survivors, Previvors and caregivers, and we have built this incredible, amazing network of mentor angels uh, that's about 14,000 strong. We'll, we'll get into all that, but one of the things that is, is amazing to me is mental health and therapy and the power of talking are really at the forefront of public health discussion at this point. And a lot of people's opinions still maybe not at the forefront enough, but how rewarding is it for you guys to bring this discussion to the people who may need it the most. You are so right. Uh, We are talking so much more about mental health. We're talking our Surgeon General just put out a report on loneliness. And in the cancer world, we talk a lot about that because imagine how isolating a cancer diagnosis can be. You may have the best network, the best friends, the best family who are there every step of the way. But if you don't have someone who understands who's been through what you've been through, it is very isolating. You feel very alone. And that's why Immerman Angels exists, is so that no one ever has to face a cancer diagnosis, either their own or one of their loved ones by themselves. Yeah, talk a little bit about the matching process, because you, you guys have, have so many different people in your program and, and caregivers and people of all different backgrounds and diagnoses. And and, and anybody going through this, you, you, we'll, we'll talk about caregivers and, and previvors mm-hmm. as well, but... Just talk a little bit about the matching process. Sure. So we like to customize our matches because folks are more than their cancer diagnosis. If you are a uh, stage two kidney cancer fighter, 
you are more than just that. And so we like to get a lot of information from the folks who are part of our program. We like to find out what is important to them at that moment. So for instance, I always, I always tell this story about a woman who had breast cancer, triple negative breast cancer. She was about to have a double mastectomy and she was a marathon runner. And she asked us if we could match her with another marathon runner who had had a double mastectomy because she wanted to know that she was going to be able to race again. And that's really at the heart of what we do, that we, we can absolutely match on, uh, on genetic markers, um, on, on diagnoses, on treatments, but we can also match on who you are as a person. You're a young parent. You're a marathon runner. You're, um, you know, you have religious, uh, religious things that, that create, diff- you know, a different set of circumstances for your diagnosis. So we really like to customize and specialize those matches. Yeah. And you guys say that on your website where you, you kind of point out that this is about people matching people. This is you guys. There, there's no algorithm involved. This is not about computers. Mm-hmm. This is about you guys and people matching people who who can who can help folks who are going through a tough time. Exactly. And uh, we, you know, we spend a lot of time on the phone uh, doing intake calls and and doing assessments because a form, an online form or an app, it doesn't really do it justice. You have to talk to someone to figure out what they need and what's worrying them most about what's ahead. And those conversations are what lead to the best type of matches. And so it's really fulfilling for our team to be able to, to meet people where they are often on the worst day of their life, on the day they're diagnosed, on the day they find out their treatment. So to be able to provide that comfort and understanding is really crucial in in someone's journey. Stephanie Lieber, Executive Director of Immerman Angels, joining us this morning on Score Value. Stephanie, you mentioned that you guys have been around for 17 years. How did this organization get its start? Johnny Immerman is the founder of Immerman Angels, and he was 26 years old when he was diagnosed with testicular cancer. And like so many folks, he had the best support system. He sometimes jokes that his chemo infusion room was so loud and so boisterous because there were so many people there. But he said that he couldn't turn to his best friend and ask, what, what is it like when the chemo needle goes in? What does it feel like? He couldn't turn to his mom and say, what is it like to date after you have testicular cancer? He needed to talk to a young adult survivor who had been through it, who could walk him through. And he realized that was a crucial need in the, in the cancer space. Even the doctors who knew everything about his diagnosis and treatment, they didn't understand. And so we at Immerman Angels and with Johnny's leadership at the beginning decided we wanted to fill that understanding gap, the understanding gap in the medical space uh, by matching you with someone who's been there. On your guys' website, you have an entire tab of how you can get involved. And for, for folks out there listening, well, whether they know somebody going through this or they've gone through it themselves or not, and they just want to get involved, what are the ways that they can do so? So first of all, spread the word. This is a free service. We match anyone, any type of cancer, any stage, anywhere in the world. So make sure that people know that this program is available. Spread the word. Post about us on social media. Share us with people you know who may be impacted by cancer. Um, The other ways are we have an incredible marathon program. So if you are a runner or if you're like me and you are not a runner but got convinced to run the marathon, um, there's a great way to – it's really a wonderful way to raise awareness 
to raise money for Immerman Angels and to do something big for yourself. Uh, we have events throughout the year, both educational and sort of fun and fundraising. Uh, for instance, this upcoming week, we have a really terrific event planned for young survivors on how to build a family after cancer. Uh, we're talking with five experts around, around the country about different ways that you can complete your family after a cancer diagnosis. So lots of different ways. Spread the word, get involved in events. Um, uh, come to come to some of our educational events. Sign up to be a mentor if you are a survivor or a caregiver and want to give back and throw the rope back. And then always uh, giving money. You know, we are a small nonprofit, and any support we get is so deeply appreciated and, and needed. All right. You, you mentioned the marathon, and that's actually how I came across your organization, a couple of friends running and, and raising money for, for Immerman Angels. It's October 8th, the Chicago Marathon. It, it needs no introduction in, in this town. Um, so you guys are still accepting runners, raising money for your organization. Can you give us a little bit more information about that? Because there are a lot of runners out there that are, are looking yeah. for causes to raise money for, and this seems like a great one. Thank you for that opportunity. So we are actually booked solid. We are completely wow. full for Chicago this year, but we're already taking uh, taking potential runners for next year. So if you are interested, go to our website, immermanangels.org, uh, to find out more information about our, our marathon. We have a Chicago marathon program, a New York City marathon program, and even a Berlin marathon program. And it is just an incredible way to be part of our community. We call it Team IA, Team Immerman Angels. You get training, you get swag, you have an incredible race day weekend, and you get to do something hugely impactful for our community and for yourself. Stephanie Lieber, Executive Director of Immerman Angels, joining us on Score Values this morning. You mentioned your team. Can you talk a little bit about the staff you guys have at Immerman Angels? We have, I like to say, uh, the best the best team in show business. We have an incredible group of folks who spend every single day working to ensure that no one faces cancer alone. A good chunk of our team are the folks who you talk to on the phone when you call uh, right after you're diagnosed, right after you get your treatment plan. Uh, you, the folks you talk to when you are out of your treatment and you are officially uh, ready to become a mentor and you want to give back to the community. Those folks spend day in and day out talking to people, again, sometimes on the worst day of their life and talking them through their diagnosis and finding out how we can be a resource and assistance to them. So we have an incredible group. We're always looking for volunteers. If you're interested, immermanangels.org. Um, and thrilled to be part of such a, a really meaningful, supportive team of colleagues. All right. So you mentioned that, that pre-vivors and, and caregivers are, are also a part of this this program. So people who whose family have a family member maybe going through uh, a cancer diagnosis or, or people who are giving care to somebody going through cancer. Why is it so important for, for those folks to have access to your program as well? Sure. Let me start with pre-vivors. So pre-vivors are folks who have some type of genetic predisposition, right. some type of familial link. And imagine finding out that you have a very incre an increased risk of developing cancer in your life. And there are all these options and choices about how you how you can mitigate that risk. And what do you do? And do you watch and wait? Do you do some type of surgical intervention? Do you go on drugs? You need to talk to someone who understands what that type of burden is like, what it's, what it's like to walk through life knowing that you have this genetic marker or this 
increased risk. And so we match folks like that, folks who don't have cancer but have a much much uh, higher likelihood of getting it. And then caregivers is so important to our community. Caregivers, folks who are taking care of, of uh, cancer fighters. Those are the, you know, husbands, wives, daughters, mothers, fathers, siblings, uh, whatever it may be, friends. Um, they're often overlooked in the cancer space. They're so busy taking care of the people they love who are who are struggling. They don't take care of themselves. And that's why we're here, because the the experience of being a caregiver is 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 truly unique and you need to have support you need to have someone to talk to you need to have someone to sort of run run ideas by and really be able to talk about your experience and so that caregiver element of what we do is crucial so stephanie we talked about the the upcoming marathon but you guys actually had an event on june the 17th the 5k brunch run how did things go Oh, it was a it was a perfect day. The the sun was out. It was perfect temperature. We had over a thousand folks who joined us on on the lakefront at Montrose Harbor, running, walking, brunching, drinking mimosas, and really sort of toasting our community. Uh, the survivors who came to join us, our mentors who came to join us. We had so many people who flew from across the country came to the brunch run to meet their mentors. It was just a really special, amazing day. And we had a record-breaking fundraising year. So all in all, you know, it was, it was really, truly remarkable. How can people stay up to date with what you guys have going on? Follow us on social media. We are on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. Um, check us out on the web on our website, uh, ImmermanAngels.org. Uh, Immerman with one M. Um, and and continue to share the word, uh, share the story, share what we do, and and follow us so we can be in touch and continue to tell you ways to engage with our mission and our people. Stephanie Lieber, Executive Director of Immerman Angels, thank you so much for joining us and, and telling us about your organization this morning. Thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. That was Stephanie Lieber, the Executive Director of Immerman Angels, a nonprofit organization based right here in the Chicagoland area with a mission of providing comfort and understanding for all cancer fighters, survivors, previvors, and caregivers through a personalized one-on-one connection with someone who has been there. You heard Stephanie during the interview mention the founder, Johnny Immerman, a cancer survivor himself. For Johnny, he realized quickly as he was going through his battle that no person should ever go through it alone without someone who understands what they are going through to turn to. My name is Johnny Immerman. I was 26 years old and diagnosed with testicular cancer. Went through chemo and surgeries and so forth. Beat it at 27. Had four tumors come back at 28 beat it again about 28 and a half and what I realized was that so many people fight cancer alone and the missing piece in the cancer world so many of us who go through it is that we wish we knew a survivor like us so we created an organization called Immerman Angels where the angels are cancer survivors and caregivers who've been through it and we can match them up one-to-one with somebody diagnosed today with the exact same thing let's say a woman's 40 with colon cancer in uh, Santa Ana, California. She calls Emmerman Angels. We find her another woman who's 45 who's been through that same colon cancer at the same stage level with the same treatment. Says, I'm just like you, except I beat that. And I'll tell you all about the steps along the way, every mile of the marathon to the 26.2 finish line. People think about facing cancer alone. I think a lot of people think about like treatments and medical but really it's, it's up here mentally. 
And sometimes the best forms of treatment is just to have someone who gets you. So what we do is we try to find the closest match to you. So any woman around my age group who has a gynecological cancer, I could be her mentor still. The website for Immerman Angels once again, I-M-E-R-M-A-N, angels.org. So in a day and age where sports are a multi-billion dollar industry, announcers are larger than life figures. We have some of the very best in the business right here in the city of Chicago, including some that you can hear right here on 670 The Score, from Pat Hughes and Ron Coomer with the Cubs to Chuck Swirsky and Bill Winnington with the Bulls. These guys are certainly known to be passionate about the teams that they announce for, but are there to give facts and statistics to educate the fan base while keeping that passion alive. They're effectively the middleman between organization and consumer. Most of them take pride in that fact that they serve an entire fan base. What happens, though, when a team owner steps out of line and is upset by an announcer simply reporting a fact to add context to a broadcast? It happened to Kevin Brown, the 33-year-old TV announcer for the Baltimore Orioles, who was just reinstated by the Orioles on Friday after being suspended since July 23rd by the team for these comments right here. Brandon Hyde has felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th, 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the chop this year after winning three of 18 the previous three years combined. It is a stark difference. That audio courtesy of the Mid-Atlantic Sports Network. So there you hear Kevin Brown state that the Orioles, who are having a breakout year leading the AL East, have previously struggled at Tropicana Field against the Rays. He also mentions how this year's team has changed things around. A totally uncontroversial and somewhat complimentary statement of fact for what this year's team has done. On the Parkins and Spiegel show on Tuesday, Host Danny Parkins and Matt Spiegel discuss the situation and how the story has been reacted to by so many announcers and fans around baseball. Sound producer of the show, Chris Tannehill, put together a supercut of much of the support from Brown's colleagues in the business. That's it. And, and you know what, Danny? It was in the game notes. Of course. It was in the game notes as prepared by Orioles PR and given to all the media and all the broadcasters, that's where he got it from the the game notes. And there was a slug. And I mean, it's the story of the American League East. It's one of the stories of the Orioles season. There's nothing. They haven't been having success against their division. And now they're having success against their division. And so therefore they're winning their division. Tampa is the model of success. Yeah. The most efficient team in, in baseball. And the owners had come out and said they want to be like Tampa. In Baltimore. So them getting over the hump is a big deal as their own PR department prepared in game notes and handed to their broadcast. And their own network, right? They do the production of the broadcast. Yeah. They put the graphic there to support it. Yep. This wasn't like a riff off the top of his head. It was all planned or whatever, the whole thing. And unbelievably innocuous, right? He's literally just stating facts. 
just stating facts. Record against the Rays this year versus record against the Rays last year. And then he gets pulled from the broadcast, isn't allowed to do TV, suspended indefinitely. And the athletic, or awful announcing picks up on it, then the athletic goes deeper into the reporting. This just distracting from the Orioles' 70 wins, most wins of any team in the American League, tied for most with Atlanta in all of baseball. And predictably, this infuriated the play-by-play community, the broadcast community. And last night, I don't know if it was coordinated or if they all chose to do this individually, but Tanny has a supercut of the biggest names in the broadcasting. Jason Benetti, Wayne Randazzo, Dave O'Brien, John Sterling, and Susan Waldman, and Gary Cohen just lighting into the Orioles. You know, they're done with the Orioles for the year, the team in first place in the AL East, but they actually played Baltimore pretty well. They were 6-7 and seven against the Orioles this year, so they lost seven times, but they did beat Baltimore six times, which I hope I don't get suspended by the Orioles for saying that. That brings up a good point. You know, the team hasn't scored tonight, and they've lost six in a row. And sometimes facts are facts, and we have to sit here and talk about them, whether they are pretty or not. And in Baltimore, certainly they have had some different reaction to that sort of thing. And we got a guy sitting a few boots down, the Hall of Famer John Miller, who went through that there almost 30 years ago. And certainly our best wishes go out to Kevin Brown of the Baltimore Orioles. Somebody didn't like the facts very much, and that's a fiasco that that's allowed to happen. And I think every announcer in the league feels the same way. Every broadcaster in your position and in mine, you thought that was an absolute joke. I thought it was a joke initially when I read it. Yeah. Well, I thought he said something really bad. No, he did not. (laughs) Well, depending on who's listening in the front office of the Baltimore Orioles. But that's a joke. And I hope he's reinstated immediately. When somebody comes to their senses in the front office of the Orioles. A million nutty things happen in this nutty business. But this is right up there with the nuttiest. When you hear it, I think you'll understand it. When I saw the clip, I was waiting for him to say something horrible. And it was, it was not. And it's just... Here's Benintendi. And the pitch is... Lo- I've never heard of that in my life. We, if that guy was our boss, we'd get fired every day. I mean, <laughs> we comment that the Yankees have terrible batting averages. And they have terrible on-base percentage. And they can't well, that's run. The truth. That's the truth. How could you? Anyway, every day that would be a problem for us. Pitch. Benintendi fouls at third base side out of play. Well, it, you know, I don't understand because you can't come from the uh, Yankees are down 10 to nothing, but isn't it a beautiful day kind of kind of announcing. That doesn't go in places. Doesn't go in New York. Doesn't go anywhere. Oh, it doesn't go anywhere. But in, fans are fans everywhere. But in this case, he wasn't even doing that. No, How is that he was saying negative? something good. He was building them up. Let me just say one thing to Baltimore Orioles management. You draped yourself in humiliation when you fired John Miller. And you're doing it again. And if you don't want Kevin Brown, there are 29 other teams who do. It's a horrendous decision by the Orioles. I don't know what they were thinking, but they've gotten exactly the reaction that they deserve. And it's just a shame because the Orioles are playing so well, and now they've diverted attention from that and now made themselves a laughing stock. Wow. Great stuff. Gary so, Cohen of the Mets there at the end. It's so awesome. And. I mean, it's just stating facts. But a texter asks a great question. How does that even happen? Like, how is it allowed to even happen? 
An, own, an owner can do whatever they want. These people are wildly sensitive. Just if I could generalize. Some are less sensitive than others. And we can be sensitive too. Public figures, our feelings can get hurt. But that is a very sensitive ownership group that is not used to the spotlight. That feels like, hey, we own the team. We pay these broadcasters. Why would you say anything about anything that is not positive when we've won 70 games? But I would argue that what Kevin said actually was positive. Like it was. What, what, like what Susan Waldman pointed out. He was talking about how historically they've struggled. Now they're succeeding. Isn't that great that they're succeeding? The the owner who apparently came down on Kevin Brown, who heard it and didn't like it, is John Angelos. And John Angelos has had a bumpy last couple of years as the owner in Baltimore. Got into it with a writer from The Athletic in spring training after refusing to talk to um, any other uh, writers or journalists for a while. But at least you can say he comes by it honestly. I mean, as Gary Cohen references there, and Wayne Randazzo did as well, John Miller... Look, when I was in high school, John Miller was the best play-by-play voice in the game. And he was the Orioles guy. And he did it for 14 years. And in 1996, Peter Angelos, the new owner of the Orioles, said that he wanted someone, quote, who would bleed more orange and black. And he went on to be actively critical of John Miller, talking about him, saying that his play-by-play was too critical And Miller said he was never excessive or harsh. And then Angelos told the Washington Post he disliked Miller's willingness to criticize the team on air when it wasn't playing well. And John Miller said, "Okay, well, I can't I can't do what you want. I can't adopt this new tone that you want. So I'll go to San Francisco, where he's now been for 27 years and got the Ford C. Frick Award that Pat Hughes just got and went to the Hall of Fame as a Giants broadcaster. It's an absolute legend. And constantly, as I'm doing the PBP, everybody I talk to is giving me something they got from John Miller. Like Joe Davis did, Book Shambi, this week's episode, gave me great stuff he got from, from John Miller. He, he was run out of Baltimore by this, this owner's father for the exact same thing. It's pathetic that history is repeating or trying to. And it's a wild thing. And obviously, like, I... I know him a bit and like him. Uh, he was Benetti's, like if you think about like Zach Zaidman on the fifth to Pat Hughes, he was in that role for Benetti with the Syracuse Chiefs, the AAA affiliate. So they worked together for years. Um, and the play-by-play community, I think it's really cool that they all went on the air and, and supported their guy. This has to be a wild thing for him to go through. And I've only just texted him my, you know, Thinking of you, man, you know, the the storm will pass. Everything's going to be all right, all that. So I don't, I haven't talked to him in detail, but he is not an opinionist, you know? He's not a guy who's going to like be involved in controversy. It's got to be really weird to see his name trending and Mm -hmm. be on CNN. He, I don't, I'm sure it's happened, but like, can you think of a story? Someone pointed this out to me. Dan Dockich and Keith Olbermann have the same opinion on this story, that it's ridiculous. We like don't have universal agreement anymore. Like, Sports, baby. No, but, but the U.S. women's national team has become polarizing in soccer. Like, team USA is now a polarizing. You know what I mean? we, we, we don't agree on what the science says about 
a climate. We don't agree that we should be rooting for Team USA. We don't agree on sports. We don't agree on anything anymore. But we can agree on owners not telling play-by-play broadcasters not to speak the truth. I guess. I guess like we, we found common ground in that we don't like censorship of facts on a baseball broadcast. It's all, I mean, it was, it was kind of startling to me to mm. see 100% agreement on something. I haven't seen one person. That's funny. Like, come out and say, you know what? They're right. Yeah. Be a little bit more positive. Be a little bit more. You know, I, I haven't seen it. Once again, that was Parkins and Spiegel last week. Kevin Brown has since released a statement, and it goes like this. O's fans, I'm a storyteller and never want to be part of the story. The most compelling story in baseball right now is the story of the league-leading Baltimore Orioles, the best, most exciting young team in the American League. Unfortunately, recent media reports have mischaracterized my relationship with my adopted hometown Orioles. The fact is that I have a wonderful relationship with the organization and our ownership and front office has fully supported me since 2019 when I first came aboard. I ask that everyone disregard the distracting noise of the past few days. I have worked closely with O's SVP Greg Bader for the past four years and John Angelos, and I have a solid dialogue based on mutual respect. We are all good here in Birdland. I am proud to be an Oriole and call Baltimore home, and there is no place in baseball I'd rather be now and for the long haul. Go O's. Kevin Brown did return to the booth on Friday night after a three-week absence. That's going to do it for Score Values. Thank you to Stephanie Lieber, the executive director of Immerman Angels, for joining us. If you want to learn more about Immerman Angels, you can visit their website once again, I-M-E-R-M-A-N-Angels.org. And always remember, if there's a topic you'd like to hear about on a future edition of our show, or if you'd like to share information about an upcoming charitable event, simply send us an email at scorevalues670 at gmail.com. Once again, that's scorevalues670 at gmail.com. I'm Alex Kuhn, and thanks for listening to this week's edition of Score Values on 670 The Score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 